What's up, guys? Brett Apple here with DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC 296 this weekend, Leon Edwards versus Colby Covington in the main event, down to 12 fights, unfortunately, but... Uh, it's still a really good card, a lot of fun fights, big prices on DraftKings. As usual, I'm going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and a match I like from a DraftKings perspective. Before I do, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, and why don't you let me know like who's coming home with the belts this weekend. Two title fights on the line, Edwards versus Covington, Pantoja versus Roy Val who's going to be champion at the end of the night. Always curious to hear your thoughts. All right, let's get into the cash game play this week. It is going to be... Colby Covington at 8K. I'm sure a lot of people are not surprised by that one, though he is the underdog, and actually technically he's overvalued on DraftKings by a little bit. The pricing should be a couple hundred dollars. Um, and maybe not maybe not literally, because there are other values on uh, price right above Edwards as well, but 8.2K for a minus 164 favorite in Edwards is... Um, there's value there. Regardless, Covington is the fighter who produces offense at a much higher rate and that's not to say he's going to win but he typically lasts for an extended period he throws a lot of strikes he wrestles at a high rate he's averaging 4.1 strikes landed per minute 4.05 takedowns per 15 minutes and and his wins on DraftKings have been smashes 157 139 172 136 even in losses he's scoring 49 57 that that's not terrible and you can play it Edwards with him if you want in cash I just think Covington is the side of the two who are who's going to pursue the takedown much higher floor and ceiling combination because of it he also attempts strikes at a high rate 25 minutes to work with good price tag um, I like Covington in cash games this weekend. Next up, we have my tournament play of the week. I'm going to take a chance on Martin Budai at 8.4K. Truthfully, it is a matchup that I like, and I will be targeting quite heavily um, one of the earlier fights on this slate, potentially the the opener after Brown versus Salikov was canceled. Um, it's a semi-low-level heavyweight fight between Budai and Ghazi of minus 210 inside the distance. And that's really the important thing here. It's a fight that is likely to end inside the distance. Budai is the favorite. Budai is the more experienced fighter. And I trust him over an extended period, a little bit more than the newcomer Gaziev, who seems to have early power. He seems to have early takedown ability, but um, def defense on both sides is questionable. Cardio is questionable. And I, I think either Gaziev finishes Budai early or Budai finishes Gaziev at, at really at any point. Um, a matchup that I do like on both sides, but my preferred play is Budai plus 155 to win inside the distance. I, I don't, I don't think he's going to be that popular. There's just a lot of strong fighters and fights on this slate. Um, there's risk with a heavyweight matchup. People are always a little bit timid by that. We're looking for upside here. We're looking for big scores. Um, I like this fight to end inside the distance, and I like Budai in tournaments at 8.4K. Next up, my salary play of the week. I like some Brian Kelleher at 7.2K. I think it's a fight that he can win against Cody Garbrandt. He is the underdog here, plus one. 70 or so and Kelleher's not a great fighter Kelleher has pretty poor metrics throughout um, he is landing 3.36 significant strikes per minute 4.61 absorbed that's a terrible ratio he gets submitted in most of his fights it's he has a tendency to implode inconsistent um 
so it's not uh, Kelleher is not like a standout necessarily, but I, Cody Garbrandt is not someone who I would be trusting at minus two hundred or heavier against nearly anyone at this stage of his career. He's lost five of his last seven fights, and I mean the the fights he won against Trevin Jones and Asuncao just such a very limited offensive production in those fights. He's only landing three strikes per minute. One, you know, one point one three takedowns landed per fight. You can project him for about a takedown, takedown and a half, but he doesn't really do much with it. He's just so low volume on the feet, and his chin is very questionable. Um, like he fits the prototype of someone who will continue to lose to fighters who are worse than him because he has he's in the negative in so many of these X factors. So an opponent like Brian Kelleher is interesting because Kelleher can be aggressive. Kelleher's had some very aggressive fights in his career against Cody Stamen, against Hanan Barrow. He went 18 minutes with John Lineker. At times, Kelleher can be aggressive. At other times, he's fights at a slower pace, um, looks for more control, tries to jump on guillotines. And so I, I don't know that Kelleher's the most trustworthy guy, but I think Kelleher can easily match the pace of Garbrandt, who just won't throw strikes really at all. Um, Kelleher's probably the more durable fighter of the two. And Garbrandt slowed down so badly against Trevin Jones in his last fight. I mean, Garbrandt landed 26 strikes in 15 minutes and, and clearly lost the third round. So I, I'm not even really sold on his cardio anymore. Um, bottom line is at 7.2K. Yeah, I'm willing to take a chance at Brian Kelleher. Not saying he should be the favorite. Not saying I'm ultra confident in him, but he has multiple ways to win. He has a shot to win this fight inside the distance. And he's just very cheap, saves a lot of salary. I will be taking chances on Kelleher this weekend. All right, let's move on to my matchup of the week. I'm going to throw out a sneakier matchup here in Andre Feely versus Lucas Almeida. Feely's 8.5K, Almeida 7.7K. And I think this fight's going to take place at a very high pace. Um, Feely throws a lot of strikes, and he's hittable. Almeida throws a lot of strikes, and he is hittable. Um, Feely also probably has a wrestling edge in this matchup, which is an interesting X factor. He averages more than two... 0.2 takedowns per 15 minutes and like he you know he's wrestled before he out wrestled Sadiq Yusuf in a loss he out wrestled Charles Rodon um four takedowns against Dennis Bermudez that's that's way back there but Feely can wrestle at times and Lucas Almeida just got kind of destroyed by Pat Sabatini on the ground I like the number of exchanges in this fight I think either Almeida is going to kind of break Feely with his aggression striking and probably hurt Andre Feely and knock him out at some point, or Feely's going to have to f to win a like aggressive striking battle with takedowns mixed in. And either way, I think we're going to see a decent score on DraftKings. Almeida has more finishing upside at 7.7K, strong inside the distance line. Uh, Feely will be the sneakier target. Um, I don't think he's going to be too popular, and it's because he doesn't typically score all that well in DraftKings. It's been a long time. Um, seven fights or so since he topped 100 points. And, and it, it's not guaranteed to come here either, but the thing is he has knockout equity. Almeida can be hurt. He could land upwards of three to five takedowns. And he kind of has this floor of a high-paced, you know, uh, striking kickboxing fight. So I think 
Feely has a pretty moderate floor and maybe a sneaky ceiling there at 8.5K. I think it's a really good tournament fight to target uh, there in the mid-range. All right, guys, that's it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Thank you so much for the support. You can follow me on Twitter, Brett Apley, double T, double P, dailyfanmma.com. It is the last UFC card of the year. Recorded a two-hour podcast uh, today with my boy Technical Tim going over every single fight in the slate if you want more um, action, more content for the fights this weekend. Wish you the best of luck. Uh, thank you for the support all year. Have, have a happy holiday, and uh, I'll talk to you again soon. Bye, everybody.